Hey, good morning, Boulevard Church. It's uh, Deacon Chad here this morning. Um, just having the privilege this morning of uh, sharing the word. Uh, so I, first I wanted to honor uh, Pastor Wesley, Pastor Versavia. I uh, thank you guys so much uh, just for the opportunity and the honor uh, just for sharing the word of God because uh, the word of God is truth, it's, it's life, and there's power in it. Um, and so I'm excited because we're definitely going to be diving into the Word today. And then I also want to just uh, take some time just to honor everyone else uh, during this time that's uh, really been stepping up here in our church and just the churches across the nation, across the globe, actually, and just uh, making services available online and uh, just uh, interacting with people while they're uh, social distancing. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for everything you do. Um, but yeah, uh, so as you guys know, uh, we've been going through a series. Uh, we've been going through our three pil pillars, and we are in the pillar, uh, the heart for the house. And this has been a message on community, and we've had a lot of great messages so far. Um, and I have the privilege of bringing a message today uh, titled, Members of One Another. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, so Father God, uh, we just thank you for today. Uh, we thank you for all that you're going to do. Uh, God, I just ask that you would speak through me, God, Lord, that you would just uh, uh, make known what you want to make known, God, Lord. Just bring revelation, God, Lord, and uh, help us to just grow together. Uh, we thank you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, so the, let's just go ahead and jump right in. I feel like I'm going to do this like the book of James. <laughs> It starts out with a little greeting, and then it just gets right to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> so, uh, so actually, if you have your Bibles, uh, go ahead and open up to Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 4 through 5. Uh, we're going to be in verses 4 and 5. And then uh, we're going to have a nice Bible up there on the screen. So this is going to say, uh, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. I'm going to read that one more time. It says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. That's awesome. We, as the church, we make up the body of Christ. And I don't mean just Boulevard Church. I mean the church as a whole. You know, what makes up the church are the born-again believers, those that have placed their faith and trust in Jesus, who, who have made Jesus their Lord, um, who have been indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Uh, these people, these are the church. Um, though we do see many... Uh, institutions that we call church because it's a gathering of the people that are the church and unfortunately we see a lot of different divisions in the the physical manifestation of what we see as the church um, based off of just differences in doctrines and beliefs and things like that but in reality if we go back to the scripture it says that we are one body in Christ so the thing that unifies us is not necessarily whether whether we believe in baptism being fully submerged or being sprinkled or uh, things of those nature but whether we're in Christ or not um, that's what makes up the church and so I want to come from that perspective um, we we are we are the body of Christ 
we are unified through Christ, his, his, his gospel, the work that he did on that cross and him living inside of us, that's what unifies us as a body. Um, so yeah, so we have a common faith and a common hope, uh, which is awesome. And uh, just looking at that scripture, um, just like the human body, uh, the body of Christ is made up of different parts and the different parts have different functions. So if we look at my body, you guys get to see me right now. I have two eyes, I have a nose, I have a mouth, I got a couple ears, I have some hair, but it's running away, um, but it's okay. It's just a part of life. Um, but, but yeah, we see that. And just as I have these different parts and, and these different things, uh, so does the body of Christ. And all those things, my eyes, do different things than my nose does. And my nose does a different thing than my ears do. And so we all have a different part or a different role to play uh, in Christ's body. Uh, so, so yeah, so each part uh, and its function are necessary and they actually work together with the whole body. No part is of any less value than, than another. So like, let's take for instance my hand, right? So this is my hand here. This is one hand. But my hand is actually made up of 28 different bones. So we got a few down here in my wrist. We have a few here for each finger. A few just make up the, the section of the palm. And uh, yeah, and each of these fingers work together to accomplish something. So like if I wanted to grab this bottle of water, all my fingers had to work together to grab this bottle of water, right? If I didn't have, if my bones and my muscles and the things in my hands just decided not to work together, I wouldn't really be able to pick up the bottle of water. Everybody would, each one of them would be, would be trying to do its own kind of thing. So it's important that we work together. Okay. Um, so the next part I wanted to talk to you about uh, is actually in 1 Corinthians. Um, we're going to start in uh, chapter 12, uh, verses, uh, starting in verse 15. We're going to go all the way up to 19. Um, and yeah. If the foot should say, because I am not the hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? So yeah, this is saying, okay, so just because I, let's take an example of myself. Maybe I'm not as an efficient of a communicator as Pastor Thomas. That doesn't mean that I'm any less useful for God in his kingdom. It doesn't mean that God isn't going to use me in, in the way that he designed or created me to be. Or maybe that I don't prophesy or, or uh, give words like, Ernest gets and he's able to give uh, by the power of the Spirit, um, that doesn't make me any less of part of the body. I have my part to play. Ernest has his part to play. Pastor Thomas has his part to play. And it, it's, 
it's not really a, a means of comparison. And when we take it at, at this kind of a, a viewpoint, uh, we can really see that, that each part is, is necessary. Like going back to the hand, like I was doing a little bit of research just on the human body and, and if we just didn't have our pinky, we would lose half of our grip strength. And we think of our pinky, it's like, what do we really do with our pinky? You know, it's like not really something that we really think about, but our pinky makes up for half of our grip strength. And that's, that's pretty crazy because it, it doesn't seem like it's very significant or, or that it, yeah, it does a whole lot because like, what do we do with our hands? We write, we eat, we do all these things and we, we use like uh, our thumb, our index and our middle finger most of the time or however you, you have learned to hold <laughs> your utensils. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, the pinky, I, I just, it doesn't seem like it does a whole lot, but uh, learning that is just amazing to me because it's, it just shows like maybe even like the things we think that are insignificant or maybe don't have as much value as other parts actually work together to accomplish something. So we, we actually need those parts, uh, which actually takes us to our, our next set of verses here. Um, it's going to be First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 12 again. Uh, we're going to jump up to uh, verses uh, 21 through 26. And it says, uh, The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need, uh, need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more pre presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just talking about. Like, every part has its place and there's, there's no, no such thing as an insignificant part of Christ's body because that's his body. <laughs> his body is, is perfect. It's, it's the way that he made it. And um, so if, if there's any part of you that thinks that maybe, oh, I'm not this person or I can't do things like that person, I, I would reject that because God has given you gifts, He's given you callings, He's given you influence in, in areas that, that maybe somebody else doesn't have. And just because it's not as out in the open or, or as recognized as some of the other things where you can see it, that doesn't mean that God doesn't see. God sees everything you do in quiet, in secret, when you're praying in your closet, with your tears rolling down your face because you love the people that you're praying for and you want them to get touched. God sees that and that's something that he's put inside of you and that's valuable to God and he sees and that's, that's all that matters is that he sees and that he's working his will in your life. Amen? So yeah, I wanted to go back to Verse 26, it says, If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Um, so, I don't know, I'm sure everybody's done this. 
Um, I remember one time, it was, it was a few years back, I stubbed my toe so hard and my immediate reaction was to jump up, put my feet in my hand, and I was, I was kind of down for the count for a second. I ended up actually breaking my toe and it was, it was pretty intense. It turned all purple and everything. I could hardly walk on it uh, for a few weeks <laughs> until it healed up. Um, but eventually it, it healed up and it was good to go. And, and just as in my uh, situation with my, my stub toe, um, we see here that it's the same case in the body of Christ. If one member suffers, all suffer together. I was holding my foot. I was like, ouch, you know, like trying to jump away. It's like, <laughs> it just hurts really bad. <laughs> uh, uh, and if one member is honored, all rejoice together. Um, and it's interesting also to see how the human body works together uh, to heal itself. You know, it's like my, my toe was broken. I didn't go to the doctor or anything. I just kind of like wrote it out and eventually my toe, it healed up, you know, and when I think about it that way, it's like how much more we as the body of Christ, like are we supposed to be there for, for one another? Like when, when we're going through uh, different trials and, and different things, um, actually in uh, Galatians 6 verse 2, it says to, uh, that we are to bear one another's burdens and, and fulfill the law of Christ. Um, and and being, being a body, being um, members of one another, uh, we actually have a responsibility toward one another. Um, and we see that all over the scripture, talking about don't neglect the gathering of the saints and, and just our, our conduct on how we're supposed to, to be around believers and, and just encouraging one another as, we, as long as it's called today so that we don't get hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, um, speaking words of truth um, with our neighbor because we belong to one another, um, and all sorts of different things, you know, just, just uh, staying focused on the things of God, walking in the Spirit, but yeah. Um, and uh, one way that, or actually it's a few ways that, that God uh, builds up the body it, are through the gifts that He's given to the body. And so we're going to go over just some of the gifts here in uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, we're going to be in verses 11 through 16. And it says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So these gifts are gifts that God have given to the body, for the body, to build one another up. These gifts require time. These gifts require effort. These, these gifts require love and, and, and just uh, intentionality. Uh, with one another. Um, verse 13 says, Until we attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So yeah, so, so the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, 
pastors or shepherds and teachers. Uh, these, these are given for the body to, to help strengthen the body uh, to, to where we come to the point where, where we're mature and we're able to, to, to exercise our gifts and, and help others as well and to bear one another's burdens. And it's kind of like a, um, a cycle, a good cycle that, that we get into. It's, it's, it's uh, the building up of the body and the growing together. Um, going back to uh, uh, verse 16, uh, it talks about um, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So when we are in unity with one another, when we are uh, working properly in harmony uh, with one another and accomplishing the will of God in our lives, it makes the body of Christ grow. And the body is built up in love. And uh, to grow together, uh, we have to walk in the Spirit, um, which means walking in love. Uh, we got to put to death our, our fleshly nature and put on the, the new man that's in Christ. Uh, we got to be intentional about how we view things and, and how we spend our time and how we um, take our time with other people. And uh, walking in love can look like a few of these different ways. Um, having accountability and uh, being honest. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to, to grow together if, if you're not able to be honest. Um, and honesty is the, I think it's the first step, one of the first steps towards uh, overcoming an obstacle. Just, just being able to be honest with where you're at and then uh, also committing yourself to, to being accountable uh, with somebody that you trust. Uh, that'll help propel you uh, further, further in your relationship with God and help uh, build you up. Another thing would be to uh, look out for the needs of, of those around you. Uh, we're called to esteem others as higher than ourselves and, and to look out for one another and, and kind of have others' interests in mind um, and not just think about ourselves. Um, so um, I would encourage you guys to practice that uh, more, you know, and, and as you practice that more, you'll see more opportunities uh, to give and to pour out and, and to, to see growth. Um, another thing would be spending intentional time together. Uh, so not neglecting the, the gathering uh, together, you know, and, and just really, really digging in with one another and, and, and making the most of the time and, and, and being encouraging, speaking truth and uh, building one another up, stirring up the gifts. Uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much what I had for you guys uh, today. Um, so I wanted to see, or I wanted to challenge you guys to ask uh, God to lead you in, in some of these ways where you can help build uh, one another up this week. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope you guys have a great uh, rest of your week, a good time with your group. I love you guys and I'll see you later.